Hi everyone, Pippin here just letting you know before the show begins that we have a couple of announcements. The first being that we now have a Twitter account. We recorded the first several of these podcasts before we had any plans for social media, so you won't find any mention of this within the episodes themselves. You can follow the show at GreatMoreTapes on Twitter.com, and this will be the best place to check for any updates regarding the podcast, such as when new episodes go live, any changes to the upload schedule, or questions we'd like to ask our audience. Again, that's at GreatMoreTapes, all one word, at Twitter.com. Also, we currently have plans for a bonus episode that will air once we've covered the rest of Season 1. The second half of that episode will be a spoiler-filled discussion of how Season 1 fits in with the rest of Marble Hornets as a series, but don't skip it if you haven't seen the whole thing yet, because the first half will be a listener Q&A where we'll answer any questions you send in. If you have any questions about our thoughts on Season 1 of Marble Hornets, or really anything else, you can DM those to us on Twitter, or email them to greatmoretapes at gmail.com. Again, that's greatmoretapes at gmail.com. Our coverage of Season 1 of Marble Hornets will encompass the first five episodes of the podcast, so you still have plenty of time to send those questions in. Thank you so much for listening. And now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to Great More Tapes, the Marble Hornets Rewatch Podcast. I'm your host, Pippa. And I'm Lee. And today we're going to be covering entries 10 through 16 of Marble Hornets. Uh, let's just roll right into it. I don't think we have any sort of preamble. Roll like grapes. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> um, entry 10. I don't think there's like a ton to talk about here. It's... It's spooky. There's, there's... no sound. Alex is running from something. Yeah, this is another entry where the sound has been removed. I guess it would be helpful if I pulled up the dang uh, entry description. <laughs> My cheat sheet here. Oh yeah, it was posted on July 28th, 2009. Description, more missing audio. More missing audio. Um, very short. I think uh, two... Two things of note here. This is like the first real episode that takes place in the woods. We've been kind of woods adjacent. Mm-hmm. And this isn't even fully in the woods because there's a point where the camera points down and it's clear he's standing on pavement. Mm-hmm. Uh, but There's also a point where it points up and he's, it's clear that you know we're pointing up his nose kind of, but there's a street light also. <laughs> oh yeah, we got a good old shot of Alex's face in here. I would also say this is maybe the first time like the operator looks good. Mm, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It looks, it looks pretty, pretty, pretty creepy. Um, before this, I think sometimes. Yeah, he, he, you know, he looks creepy, but like it, it, it feels like a proper a mannequin in a lot of these entries, and here because, uh, the, uh, like the light is so bad, mm-hmm. and it's standing far enough away. And you see it for such a short amount of time that you just get a good impression of uh, what this figure looks like. You'll notice that I have already said the operator when we took great pains last episode not to say the operator. Did we? 
I did. Oh, okay. I made sure we did not say the operator at all in that oh. episode. Uh, but I'm, I'm giving up the ghost in our episode here. The operator's a ghost? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. We're going to be saying operator. I'm going to go ahead and say it now. We're going to be saying Jay in this episode. Our narrator's name is Jay. This will be made more explicit through an entry later on. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a hard thing to do talking about you know, key characters in the series that you're watching when you know the name and uh, you don't want to refer to it. Well, the good thing is that early on in the series, especially now, like, before we get to any of the stuff that we'll get to later, like, our narrator is just kind of our narrator. We don't really... His name isn't particularly important because he's not really adding much to the story besides here's some shit that I found. Isn't that weird? Yeah, he's not really, really... An active participant. Right, he's not inserted in the narrative in, like, a major way. He shows up every now and again, but he hasn't become, like, an actual character. I enjoy this entry because, like, even knowing... I mean, I know what happens in this entry. um, And with that... And even if you don't know, it's, it's, it's you know, pretty obvious that, ah, that, that spooky guy's going to show up again. And you're just kind of waiting for that as, like, the camera is kind of panning wildly through, like, this forest. And it has a nice creepy effect whenever it finally actually shows up. So I think that's neat. Yes. Yes. I'm sorry. I zoned out there for a second, which makes uh, for great podcasting material. I wasn't saying anything particularly important, <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> I was just stalling for time while you clicked on the next video. Ah, yes. So we can move on here. Operator. The audio is heavily distorted and appears to be from something outdoors, possibly entry 4 or entry 10. The video is a sequence of appearances of text. They appear and disappear on different parts of the screen, appearing in different groupings and at different locations. Lakes in stillness will take every life of the night (laughs) moving on entry 11 uh posted august 9th 2009 it's my birthday oh happy birthday 8909 i was born in 2009 don't you know i knew (laughs) you got you got jack disease uh has the description alex missed something so from the (laughs) <laughs> I'm just going to say from that previous previous thing that we just described, I'm getting the name Operator. And yes. so I'm going to be referring to our figure that pe- it keeps appearing in these entries as the Operator. And we get a little bit more of that in this entry uh, because we have a bunch of papers taped up on the wall and one of them just says Operator on it. I missed it. You had to point it out to me, but it Mm. is there written right on the wall. Alex just has his nice little collage of sketches up next to where he sleeps, as everyone does. Mm -hmm. With such nice things as sees me, don't run, run away, and kills me. Kills me. Kills me is good. That's right next to where it says (laughs) operator, so that's fine. And then there's also this weird symbol. It's like a circle with an X through it. Yes. This may not be our first appearance of this symbol, but like this is the first time it it jumped out to me and was Mm -hmm. particularly notable, is that all on these drawings on the wall, which we've seen Alex making before, um, yeah, we just have this... uh, it's not a strange symbol. It's a very simple symbol, but it is just some circle with an X through it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alex wakes up 
from sleeping in just like full clothes. I know. <laughs> Don't talk about people who sleep in full clothes. Um, sleeps above the covers like a like a video game protagonist. Well, yes. <laughs> um, seems to well not seems to he wakes up. He's got the lights all on in his house. Mm-hmm. He starts walking through the house, turns them off. Takes his camera with him, obviously. Takes his camera. He's, he's, he's filming himself while he's sleeping, which, like, at a certain point, it's not going to be notable that people are filming themselves. While sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, still want to point it out here is that for some reason, Alex is has taken to the habit of, like, filming his every, I was going to say waking moment, but not even that, because he's sleeping. Well, we don't know he's sleeping. Maybe he's just kind of chilling. I feel like he's sleeping in this one. Um, Do you think that he turns off the ca- Never mind. No, what? That's not appropriate for this podcast. <laughs> I don't think Alex is getting laid. No, I don't. Neither do I. I was going to say, do you think he turns off the camera when he's jerking it? No. Do you think he, he just points it away? He, well, like, he doesn't seem concerned, like, if he's not in frame. So I think if he ever has the urge, he just, like, shuffles off screen. Do you think that... And then takes, like, a good two minutes and then comes back. Do you think that Jay has to go through a lot of that while he's sorting through Oh, absolutely. Jay has absolutely seen his bro's dick on, uh, on, these, <laughs> on these tapes. I'm glad that we're talking about what really matters here. Just, like, I don't even know how to talk about this entry, and I'm not, I'm not entirely sure why, because it is Alex just walking through his house. Turns off all the lights and goes to look out the window to check for something. Several of the windows. Several of the windows. And in doing this, misses something. There mm-hmm. is a point where he walks right by a window, and the operator's just there. Yep. And you had to point this out to me. Yep. Because, like, I don't know a lot of these operator sightings. by heart that are like more subtle and like don't draw attention to themselves yes some of them have taken me a while to notice and we'll come to one of those here in a bit but that one is like fairly obvious in retrospect when you know what to look for and it's just yeah i didn't know this was here at all because i thought the whole uh the whole point of this entry is like the stinger at the end Mm -hmm. which I mean, I don't know. But, you know, the, the, the operator's out there. He's just Alex there. seems to miss him. Not only is he just there, but, like, Alex walks right up to the window that is next to, like, right where the operator is outside. So, like, he doesn't yeah, he's, like, see sta- him. Yeah, he's, like, standing right next to it. Yes. It's, um, it's very creepy. I like it. I would say that it does appear that the operator is outside, like, on the yes. other side of no, the window. No, yeah, he's, he's definitely outside. It's just, it's kind of hard to tell it's, at first. It's very weird. Uh, but he... he while he's checking these windows, he's turned out all the lights in the house and then turns them all back on as he goes back to his room upstairs, sets the camera up in the previous position, goes back to bed, I guess. Bed I th- and or jerking it. Yeah. I think it is. It, well, <laughs> I think if he's jerking it, he may have noticed something. Well, maybe he was too preoccupied to notice mm-hmm. what's about to happen. Maybe that's why he was jerking it. <laughs> yes, as uh, as he... Like, it resets the camera back to where it is. A shadow passes in front of the drawings, and they sort of... There's a slight gust of there's wind. A, there's a breeze. There's it a must breeze. be a draft. <laughs> um, I like the fact that he turns off the lights to go downstairs and then turns them back on when he's upstairs. Because that does actually, like, make sense. If he's looking out the windows and he doesn't want someone to see him right. looking in, 
then, you know, you turn off the lights and that way you can see outside and they can't see as well inside. They being whoever's outside. <laughs> right. I do think it's a nice detail that he sleeps with the lights on. Mm-hmm. And then when he's looking for stuff, he turns I mean, off. listen, sometimes people are, <laughs> you know, 27 years old or however old they are and they still need a nightlight. Okay. We don't got to talk about that. How old am I? Uh, I believe you're 27. Okay, that sounds right. Let's go. <laughs> um, all right, I think that's that's not like a whole lot to talk about in here. It's more just creepy shit. Well, yes. But uh, moving on. Deluge. The audio is a distorted bass noise. Included in the mix is a slow voice repeating what sounds like Alex backwards on the left channel. The video ends with the text watching you. You is in bold, and spelled using a zero rather than the letter O. Moving on, tree 12. I had a great joke about dubstep, but it got cut out. Let's go. Okay, so entry 12. A great, in air quotes, joke, in air quotes. It was posted on August 29th, 2009. It has the description 12. Uh, this is another one where, where Jay's here. Get a... Is it? No, it's not. Oh, no, it's not. It's Brian. My yeah. bad. I'm thinking of a, of a different one. So we're I guess out. I thought that Jay was behind the camera, but that's not true. No. Somebody else is behind the camera. <laughs> um, we're hanging out, filming some stuff. Yeah. Uh, apparent, according to the narration by Jay, Alex is acting more like himself. He, doesn't, he definitely seems more like a, like a person. Like this. a person. So we could presume that this is earlier on. I don't I don't have a whole lot of notes for this. Well, but. okay, so the main thing about this one is that it seems like Alex So it seems that so the operator's standing off to the side, kind of out of frame for most of the video, but then as as yeah, we I finish think filming. I think we're mo- we're we're supposed to like infer that the operator is not even there until the last bit. Are we? Because I'm pretty sure that they're talking about him. At the end? No, at the beginning. Are I they? don't know. He'll move. Hold they're up. talking about this guy that's in frame. Like, they're talking about him like he's just some normal-ass guy that's just hanging out there. I may have missed that when we were watching this. I'm going to look at the, the transcript here. So they're, they're filming and uh, just, like, walking across the frame. They're waiting for someone to get here. And uh, Alex, as we like start filming, Alex says something like, "Oh, he'll move," and then they get the shot, and then oh. and then uh, apparently Tim shows up, and as there, it becomes apparent that the operator is not Tim. I like that nice in the transcript. <laughs> and so then Alex, yeah, is, I'm I'm confused about this entry because, like, did you think that they were talking about him when they said Tim's here? Yeah, that's no. kind of what it... Because I guess I missed that beginning part where they talk about... Uh, where he's like, uh, I guess he'll move. Let's just try to get him out of the shot. So they are talking about the operator mm-hmm. there. But, like, it, just because of the way that the entry is, like, timed, it's like the camera pans over to the operator and then Alex says, oh, here's Tim. Oh, I so, see. So, like, the, that's that's the information see, being conveyed to me by this entry. See, as as... Yeah, the way that I that it had always made sense in my head is that like Tim is showing up somewhere behind the camera, like pulling up in his car or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, here's Tim." So now let's get this guy off the set because now we need to actually start 
filming stuff and he's in the way. Okay. Do you think that they are actually filming something for Marble Hornets, like, in this shot? Or do you think they are, like, rehearsing the moves that Brian's going to walk through? Probably both. Because what what strikes me about this, and this will become more funny as the series goes on, is that this is very reminiscent of some of the shots where Alex is getting B-roll. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. <laughs> We've mentioned the B-roll joke in the previous episode. Uh, Alex is Alex always needs that B-roll. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he... I don't think he knows what B-roll is. Like, I think... Because uh, Brian even asks if we're doing lines, and, and Alex says they're just gonna... They're just going to walk to the river. So I think that this is probably part of a montage it, it, that has music over it of them just walking along. We'll, we'll, we'll be seeing a lot of that as we go on, I think. Yeah, I don't have much to say about this entry. Anyway, and then at the end, the camera zooms in kind of on the operator as Alex is walking up to him and is like, Hey, buddy. And the camera person is like, what's he doing? And it's unclear if they're talking about the guy that we're seeing or Alex maybe they don't see the guy maybe the camera sees the guy and Alex sees the guy who can say it's I all guess none of them very unclear like, other than Alex like acknowledge the operator but to me it reads that like everyone understands what Alex is talking yeah. about when he says that he'll yes. move and yeah that's kind I, of I do the think Im- that whoever's behind the camera like is seeing the operator I don't yes. like th- this is gonna come to a point that I'm gonna make um that is also I guess the... in the next entry, where mm-hmm. I want to talk about, like, what kind of space the operator inhabits. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like he is apparent yes. to everyone. Th- that's also the impression that I get. I just wanted to mention that, because I feel like that's kind of a common uh, uh, takeaway that I've seen some people see. is like, mm-hmm. it's it's unclear whether <laughs> everyone else actually sees it. But I think that's stupid. Okay. Like, I'll go ahead and say that. Oh, okay. If you think that, I think you're reaching. I, I do think it's interesting that... No one seems to notice that the guy is very, very tall and doesn't have a face. No, he's... <laughs> he, is, he is kind of a distance away. Moving on. Impurity. The video seems to be in four sections. In the first section, there is no audio track, and the only visual is a blinking begin. In the second section, a series of zeros is presented. In the third section, some treetops are filmed in the rain during a thunderstorm. The audio appears to be that of the storm, including rain and thunder sounds, along with a frequency at 1046 hertz. Right before the cut to the fourth section, the word operator appears in the plant. In the fourth section, a heavily distorted audio clip is played, and the screen is filled with zeros. Among the zeros are the letters T, H, E, R, E, W, A, S, M, R, E. Entry 13! Our boy! We meet our boy! (laughs) Here we've got a... This was posted on September 10th, 2009. Uh, The description, I was close by. It's not grammatically correct, Jay. But yes, oh, go on. It, it's two words. I see. Hmm. <laughs> what? Like, th- there's a certain point we're talking about these these entries, where 
Where you can like, sum it up with, okay, there's a guy here, and then Alex wanders off and sees the operator, and it's... Spooky. Right, we're like, uh, not a whole lot of, like, new narrative information is given. We don't really learn more about the characters. We learn but... that Jay has a face. That's <laughs> helpful to know. We see our narrator's face for the first time. And he's wearing a great shirt that but... has, like, a van on it or something. Anyway, go on. Yeah, I, I, I noted that the shirt looked cool, but I I, uh, I don't even remember. Neither do I. What that was. Um, but yeah, this is just another entry where we see we see the operator. And we also see an operator symbol scratched on the ground. Yeah, like that's what I was going to say, is that after Jay leaves to go get batteries out of the car for the camera, I guess, mm-hmm. like uh, the, the footage cuts... And then Alex is like brushing leaves off the pavement and sees the the symbol that we've seen before, which we're gonna call the operator symbol. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like written in chalk on the pavement. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna be seeing that symbol many times over <laughs> before this series. No, is I don't done. think it's gonna come up again. Oh, you don't think it's relevant? No, nah, probably not. No, you're probably right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't even know how to describe this space that they're in. They're like an, it's like a weird amphitheater almost. It's like it's like, like a, it's like there obviously used to be a swimming pool here because we pass a little marker that says three foot eight. We're at like a pool pool an old pool house. I guess there thing. are there are like these There's concrete like steps mm-hmm. and it's 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 a very neat looking place and I can see why they wanted to shoot here because it, it's it's very evocative but like let me see if I can figure out what this place is real quick. Okay. Just check that out. Continue. I'm listening. Yeah, it's just it's just a neat neat place to shoot when you have like the woods encroaching on like a grassy area, but then there are these weird kind of like concrete structures that that is kind of hard to parse what they would even be for, like the these huge concrete steps that are there and there's this big round building that well, it's now a transportation museum, so that probably doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Alex sees the operator. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, just standing off in the woods. It's standing on the other side of like a fence, and then yeah. he kind of runs away and then goes around the edge of this building, and then, wow, it's right there. It's right there. This is another one where I think the operator looks particularly good. Mm-hmm. Like, even that close to it, there's yeah. something about the lighting. The angle of it is also very good because he tall. Oh, he looks huge. This is this is maybe the best sense of scale that we've gotten for mm-hmm. the operator. Like, we're going to get another entry in a little bit where, like, we have something good to compare the operator against to, like, tell exactly how tall it is, which... I I'm I with mixed feelings about that. We'll get to it when we get to it. Him big. But because we have no sense of scale for like what this building is, and we're entirely from Alex's perspective, and don't get a great sense of how tall he is, because again, there's nothing for scale. When the operator just shows up in frame, it looks enormous. Mm-hmm. Just like about twice the height. And we're very close to it. Which yeah, helps extremely with that. close. It looks like it's like five feet away. Yeah, it's like right there. It's pretty um, good. I like it. And, and again, something about the lighting. I don't know if this was like a digital effect they added later, but like the, something about the lighting obscuring the face. 
Mm-hmm. It's it's just a very good impression. But like other than that, I'm not sure there's much to talk about here. Other than like the sound cut, like there is sound in this one, and it cuts out as soon as the operator enters the frame. Yes. Um. So that's a another thing to note, I guess. Exit. The video starts with quick flashes of the words rat, he, or, and top, an anagram for the operator. Buzzing can be heard during this segment. Footage from a handheld camcorder flickers, then steadies and zooms in on a white convertible. Jay walks around the back of the car and enters in through the driver's side. This places the footage directly after Jay's exit from entry 13. Cars passing on the nearby street are the only audio. This background sound was also heard in entry 13. Whoever is filming Jay is hiding next to a tree behind cover of ferns and other leafy plants. The car's license plate cannot be seen throughout the clip. The video seems to have a filter applied that turns darker areas of the clip completely black. Jay pops the trunk, gets out of the car, and opens the trunk. After a few moments, he finds what he is looking for, closes the trunk, and locks up the car. He runs back to where he started. The camera follows his movements, then runs after him. A beep is heard, and the audio cuts. The text, Where is the Ark, is displayed on the last frame of the clip. I feel it's important to note that the convertible is a Mustang. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) We could talk about the Mustang a lot. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Entry 14. This is the one that I wanted to talk about today. So uploaded September 23rd, 2009. Description of beginning a search. Which is not referring to anything in the video. It's referring to the last text that we get to, which we'll get to in a minute. Like, on the screen. Ah, yes. Okay. Um. So we start with the camera pointed at a door. There's some some video weirdness going on before it kind of normalizes. And then we have the operator. (laughs) Yeah, so the door... Alex is filming himself sleeping again, or Mm -hmm. just has the camera on while he is sleeping. Mm -hmm. The, The camera's pointed at the door. The door is cracked. There's a light on in the hallway. Once again, sometimes people need a nightlight. <laughs> I, I mean, I like that Alex sleeps with the lights on. I think that's a good character choice. I mean, I can't blame him, <laughs> <laughs> seeing what he has seen. Um, but a hand, I guess, a paw enters the frame. <laughs> a, a pantyhose-covered hand. <laughs> we've got we, we've got the operator moving again, and it's kind of weird. Yeah. But it sort of pushes the door open with, like, what would be fingertips mm-hmm. if the hand was a hand and not just the impression of a hand. Mm-hmm. It pushes the door open. And it has sort to of, kind of it, bend its head yeah, down to fit Ducks through. underneath. We get, a, we get more of this moving diagonally thing. I think it's not too as great of an effect as it was in that yeah. one entry we talked about. But... See this 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 entry... We have this sort of like sideways diagonal mo- movement as he like goes under the frame of the door. Mm-hmm. Uh then watch the other side of the frame, like 
leaves the frame, Alex picks up the camera like almost immediately at that point Mm -hmm. and like sort of pans it around the room. There's Mm -hmm. nothing there. Mm -hmm. And then goes and closes the door back to where it was and turns off the light again. (laughs) Is this the one with the the blood or is that a different one? Yes. Okay. There's a there's a cut in the camera, which I always find is odd with these Alex tapes. Like whenever there's a cut, mm-hmm. because in like I feel like whenever there's a cut, like at this stage in Alex's paranoia, that should imply that a tape is being changed. Mm-hmm. But it's not in this yeah. case. Um, there's just there's just a point where he was not recording, or maybe just Jay skips it. No, I don't think I think that it yeah, was. Yeah, I also don't think that Jay skips it. Yeah, but. That's the more satisfying answer to me, but it does it does just cut to uh, Alex's face looking right at the camera, and he's covered in in <laughs> in a bad in a very realistic blood effect. Very very harrowing blood effect. He's he's not really di- looking directly at the camera. He's kind of like looking. He's he's got like a thousand yard stare. He's uh, just chilling. He's just vibing. Alarm beeps and then he moves to change the tape on the camera which we've seen him do before like in that montage of uh, (laughs) a day in the life of alex crayley Mm -hmm. and then jay says on you know white text on the black screen that he needs to find out where alex has gone yeah so this is like the first like narrator motivation that we get this is like (laughs) jay has sprung into action at this point he's like i need to find alex um so listen now, if you follow twitter he's been very busy okay <laughs> he's been moving it's a whole thing yeah it took us 14 entries but now we have like a motivation for our narrator and like something that brings us into the present day rather than three years ago yeah i was gonna say uh something notable about this but this is not actually unique to this entry is that the operators inside the house but from uh entry 11 because of that shadow and well at least we think that's the operator we don't know what it is i think i yeah, think we could we could say it's the operator <laughs> but yes uh, it's... but but something uh, this to me feels like like we've reached a new level here when it's now inside the house. Mm -hmm. Like we've seen a lot of Alex's paranoia and wanting to film himself at all time. uh, Even when he's sleeping, even when he's inside the house and we've had like no real like indication that this is, this is a sane thing for him to do. um, Until we start catching glimpses that the house itself is not safe. Right. So t- this this to me feels like a turning point mm-hmm. that like previously you know Alex is always looking out windows mm-hmm. with the camera um, trying to catch it on tape but he's always looking out through the window and doesn't seem to expect that the operator might be in the house mm-hmm. until it is until in it this is. one where we see the operator moving. This is. The effect of the operator moving is, like, either incredibly creepy or incredibly cheesy. I find this one nowhere near as effective as yeah. as the one from the last episode that we did. 
main I, I think a big part I... of it is that we could see the legs move. Yeah. The thing when it's moving across the window is that like there there is probably some movement to suggest like like you stepping with physical legs, but because we don't see the legs, um there is not like that added I don't even know how to describe this. Mm-hmm. But um I don't know. You can't. Re- <laughs> it's it's easier to believe that it's not a human in a suit yeah. when you can't see the legs moving. But like, you see like the the knees bend as he crouches yeah. under the door frame, and like it's that still, that kind of ruins the whole effect for me. It's still like somewhat effective for me, just in that like we get this long uninterrupted shot of it moving, mm-hmm. which is weird. Um, and if you kind of... Nice sound effects I here. know, I'm sorry. Um, and if you kind of, like, suspend your disbelief enough to, like, decide that, yeah, this is, you know, this spooky supernatural thing, then it's incredibly uh, unnerving to me, that, that entry. I, that one... That one still kind of freaked me out for a good while after I got used to seeing Marble Hornets. Mm-hmm. This one, I don't think this one ever really creeped me out. I mean, other than, like, the thing that, that is creepy about it to me is not that the operator shows up in the house and is moving around. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that it clearly enters a space and then when Alex gets up yes. to look around, it's, it's not gone. in that space. And also, the something that you pointed out that I had never actually noticed before and it could just be because it's hard to tell if the audio is there. No, like, the, the, <laughs> the audio is definitely there, but go ahead. Uh, the, the door creaks whenever Alex, like, closes it back to where it was, but it does not make any noise when the operator opens it, which I think is very neat. Yeah, it's a very neat effect, and I'm wondering, like, how intentional this was and how much of this was, like, worked out, like, actually when uh, this was being edited. But the sound, this is, what what is also kind of notable about this entry is that in the entries where the operator is like extremely prominent, mm. the sound has been removed. The mm. sound has not been removed in this one. Yes. Um, and you can tell even at the beginning, even though there's nothing going on that is like, uh, that would create any sort of noise, uh, we still have a room hum. Yeah. Uh, like the the cam the camera microphone has not been disabled Uh, and when the operator opens the door it does so silently no sound is created but when alex gets up to close the door it makes this extremely loud creaking noise yes um so that that is a nice little thing for me this entry is like i think maybe the final real entry where the operator has like a real physical presence i say that i can think of some other things i can also think of some other things later on but this this is maybe the biggest one um i feel like this is sort of not the last entry that we get where it's just kind of the operator standing around doing something spooky like the the early season one um entries that we've talked about are a lot of kind of just contextless creepy shots and this, this is not the last of those that we will get, but this is kind of... I mean, this is the last entry that we get before we actually jump up to the present day, mm-hmm. which we will do momentarily. Yeah, in the very next entry. Yes. But uh, 
Yeah, the operator is going to start shifting into a different mode after this, yes. where the the physical presence of this figure is not going to be emphasized to this degree. This part where he is definitely taking up real space, where people can see him and interact with him, where he can interact with his environment, uh, like just just even the fact that he moves and you can see the limbs mm -hmm. physically moving the fact that he can push open a door mm -hmm. uh and marble hornets is gonna start moving away from this after this point there they're gonna be some more yeah. examples of this but i i think after this point this that's a really good observation because there i can think of a few specific instances where we will kind of come back to the physical presence-ness of it even like later on in the series and I want to remember this because I want to bring that up. Yeah, it, it, this, th this will be a good thing to note whenever we see it after yeah. this point because this is just sort of like what the operator is at this point mm -hmm. but um, whenever we see it physically interacting with something from now on, that'll be notable Yeah, because it, it just simply isn't the way that the operator works um or at least is depicted mm -hmm. uh, for almost the rest of the series. Yeah. But I think that's all I've got yeah. for Entry 14, so we can move on. Program. The video starts with two seconds of a slightly distorted color correction test screen, then cuts to red-tinted video footage. It appears to be the outside of a house, with the majority of the house hidden by trees. The audio appears to be a ticking sound, mixed in with a repeating music loop. An undulating hand-drawn S occupies the lower left-hand corner of the screen. At eight seconds, a code flashes on the door of the house, repeating three times. Finally, the video ends with the words bleed more, written like so. B-L-E-E-D-M-O. -E. We've got to come back to this one because this says that the code has yet to be decoded, and I feel like that's incorrect. <laughs> and if it's not incorrect, we got to fucking talk about that. Entry 15. Entry 15, Interview finally. With Tim. This is the only entry that we get to that has a title besides entry number whatever. And oh, I think that's wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> entry 15. Entry. Pound sign 15 dash interview with Tim. Interview with Tim. Uh, that's very funny. October like, that's, 3rd. that's another thing about Marble Hornets. You were talking about this on the last episode where the consistency in the naming convention was like really important because it made it very easy to follow. Mm -hmm. um, it's also kind of. So it's notable when it doesn't follow that convention. Yes. Yes. It, it means things later on, but uh, it. it it's still very consistent in that, you know, I not to like, like shit on the other Slenderverse series or whatever, but like Everyman Hybrid. Oh, I'm, I'm back to shit on some on, on some of them in the next entry, but continue. Oh, OK. Well, uh, <laughs> but uh, Everyman Hybrid, I know specifically, and I think Tribe 12 as well, had video titles 
rather than like any kind of numbers as uh, in right. them, which is not a bad thing at all because no and it's how you would do vlog style videos on youtube at the time yes it's it's, it's it feels very it feels much more like it feels they operate like they operate in the real world yes it, it makes sense I, I just it's not a bad decision to do that but i just there know there's a trade-off yeah i just know that i personally was was spent a lot of time looking at those videos and being like why couldn't you just you could just put a number before the title that's all you could just do it it'd be nice but no but no i mean it, it also makes it very difficult to remember which entry is which uh if you are watching this and it has no titles like, <laughs> you have an almost encyclopedic knowledge of what happens just from the entry number and yes. I, I simply do not have that i well when i said it makes it hard to remember i didn't mean on my part i meant on the part of like <laughs> other people including the people who made it who usually <laughs> usually whenever they're at cons and people have to and people ask questions about specific entries remember, they're like know, hey 16 when you which one was that you'll have to remind you'll, me you'll, which, which one was 16 <laughs> yeah so uh this is a very funny entry this is a very good <laughs> I, lo I love this entry so this is i didn't I... think i'd like it like since it's been so long since i've watched the series mm -hmm. i didn't think i would like it as much as i did oh, on no, this it's very good. but it's very funny entry 15 was uh uploaded on october 3rd 2009 yes. this is where we get our narrator's name for the first time yes yeah, so we've been saying jay throughout this episode because we know that in this entry his name is spoken aloud. Yeah. <laughs> His name's Jay. We don't have to keep calling him the narrator, thank God. I don't know if it's if it's worth putting in, and you can cut this out if it's not, but I, I thought it was kind of interesting trivia-wise that Jay's name is not actually spelled out as Jay rather than the letter J um, until later on. Like, there is also a Twitter that is kind of supplemental information, mm -hmm. and um, he he's... he's been known as the letter J in, in responses to things and whatnot. And so it's not until like entry 20 something that he finally confirms that his name is J, J-A-Y, as opposed to like J as a nickname or whatever. Is this our first lore dump? Yes. Of this, like, I don't know if that's what we should call it, but like it's, now that I'm looking over my nose, I'm like, is this a lord? It's 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 kind of it works really well as a nice like kind of jump into the present day because it both, you know, gives us some information about <laughs> what has happened in the past few years, but also kind of uh, summarizes to this point. Not summarizes, but kind of like. Gets us up to speed with like, uh, you know, this is what yeah. Is what going what, on. There's some what has shit. changed in yeah. the intervening three years? Like yes. other than, like we we know one thing, and it's that Alex Crayley does not live in the area anymore. Yes. He's moved away, and so this is Jay trying to figure out where Alex might be and how he might reach them, and and him asking questions to Tim, we get some extra information, but. I we'll get into the actual content of this episode and like what the, what the information we receive is, but I like the setup for this episode is amazing. It's very good. Uh, Jay is, is extremely smooth. Listen, he's and, doing his best. Uh, in order to convince him to meet me, him being Tim, I told him I was going to finish the film, and if he could do a screen test. That's not grammatically correct, Jay. Oh, Jay doesn't know how to write. Jay's doing his best. 
There's surprisingly <laughs> Jay finished college. There are surprisingly few typos throughout the entirety of Marble Hornets, considering what it is. And I can't answer that question because there's information later in the series that I would use to support my argument. So I oh, can't. okay. Well, uh, man, I I love how immediately Tim does not buy this bullshit. Oh like, yeah, he's like, he's caught on immediately. I love very much that we establish very early on that Jay is kind of like not good at social interaction. It's very good. I love it. Yeah, that. there's that part of it, but then there's also he is dumb. Okay, no. That's not nice. <laughs> like I I think I think pointing out that he's he's not good socially, I think like it's it's not necessarily something that I would take away from this series, but that's a very, like, astute read on Jay, is that he's not good in social situations. He doesn't really know how to interact with people, and we're going to see more of this as yes. time goes on. But also, he is a dumb boy. Is I mean, yes. I'm going to defend Jay a lot. Yeah, no, I, I know. I, I don't want to rag on Jay. Like, I don't dislike Jay as a character. But, like, there... What like, exactly... In, aside, aside from, like character interactions that he has he just makes bad decisions constantly he does but at the same time it's like what exactly is the right decision to make in this situation well he tells the truth here is 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 the correct way to do this where he is reaching out to tim asks him if he remembers shooting on marble hornets and then says and maybe doesn't tell the whole truth mm -hmm. but say hey i've been going through old footage of alex's and he uh something strange was going on here that may have explained his behavior and now i'm worried about his well-being and i'm trying to track him down i'm wondering if there's any information you could give me to help with that that's that's how you actually do this I know that's not good drama, and that right. and that decision itself like shows a lot of like what Jay's character is. Mm -hmm. But I will also say it's just a bad decision to do this. He's like doing... he's just gonna like come out and just bald faced lie. He's doing his best. <laughs> maybe maybe just, at this point like, he's the the, the 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 fact that he thinks that this is a good idea is hilarious. Yes. To me. No. Yeah. It's very good. I mean, again, like the entirety of. The, the, we, we run into this thing with any, like, horror media, is that, like, the characters in this are going to make bad decisions. You have to. Like, it's just a requirement. It's very good. Mm -hmm. And this, and so, we talked about this on the last episode, but I will say other characters do not make the same decisions Jay does. That is true, but <laughs> Jay is our protagonist. So, mm -hmm. you know, don't worry about it. Uh, let's see, what, what notes do I have here? Uh, the main thing is, like, Jay, Jay is so eager to, like, he just cannot stop talking. Relatable. He, he, like, is constantly talking over Tim and, like, trying to get out a new question just over and over yes. and over. Uh, well, he knows that Tim has a lunch to get to, so he's trying <laughs> Well, to he doesn't know that until the very end of the entry. Um... <laughs> Tim, somebody feed this boy. Tim <laughs> needs his lunch. He missed his lunch in the last episode. He, mm -hmm. he's, he's late to lunch now. Um, but, like, Jay comes across, and I think this is, like, th this is, like, a, 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 at once, like, very... I, okay. I have an observation about Jay's behavior that ruins the bit that you've been doing with those other videos. And I don't know if you want me to say it or not. 
doesn't ruin it, mm. but... Let, let's say it here. Anyway. Okay, so to talk about the fucking elephant in the room that we have not, like, really discussed up to this point. These videos... Uh, you know what? Okay, I will let you talk about this. I will say, if you want to, like, stay behind the curtain and not have this very dumb thing that we've been doing revealed, I will say to skip to... 49 minutes, 33 seconds what we talk about it's not even really a spoiler it's just like an additional obfuscation that we've been putting that okay. we've been like imposing on this podcast i would not say that it's not it's, it's not very in-depth of me discussing this i'm just going to say that these videos that we've been discussing not or not discussing in between some of the entries are from a separate channel called to the arc that has been replying to some of the marble hornets videos you know, back when video responses were a thing. Yeah. So, Jay is aware of these responses. There's the, there's, we have the one to entry 13 in which we see footage of Jay filmed by an unknown person. From three years ago. From three years ago. And they're, and like, interacting with him in a way that does not seem friendly, I guess. Just mm. kind of like... You know, so I could kind of see him being a bit distrustful of the people who were involved in this project because whoever it is seems to, whoever to the arc is, seems to have had access to the footage that Jay is going through because they have missing audio from some of the tapes. So I could definitely see him being kind of distrustful because he doesn't know who the fuck it is. It could be Tim. It could be any of the people who were involved in mm -hmm. this project. It could be and Brian, so, it could be Seth, it could be... Yeah. yeah. A number of different people. Exactly. Be Alex. Exactly. Well, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it could. We don't know. So. Well, yeah, it could be Alex. All of that to say, I could, I could see that as an argument for why he would feel the need to conceal his true yeah, intentions. Yeah, that's a good here. point. I, I hadn't even considered that. I don't know if that is, if that is enough of a of a, like if if the truth here would still be the best option or not, mm -hmm. but. Who knows? Okay. Uh, what I was going to say, and like, this is where I'm going to put yes. <laughs> the break to skip to. What I was going to say is is that there is an acting decision here on the part of Troy that, like... I, 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 Troy being Jay. Yeah, Troy is the actor who plays Jay and also, like, kind of behind this whole series for season one. Mm -hmm. Um. There's an act, acting decision he makes here where he plays plays it, like, very anxiously, mm -hmm. very rambly, like, talks over not only Tim, but himself. Just, like, very over-eager. That could, like, come across as over-the-top. Like, that was just, like, the impression that I got, f like, from this recent watch-through. Like, the, the actors in the series Marble Hornets are not professional actors, so you're... Like, I think they do a competent job, mm -hmm. but it, it's it's interesting when you see, when you can like see the actual acting decisions that they make. Um, I sort of went back and forth on this one on on whether or not like Troy was being like over eager or like 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 going over the top, or if it was like a very convincing portrayal of someone who's like starting to realize he's getting in too deep yeah see that's kind of how i how i feel about it is that like we don't 
really know what Jay's day-to-day uh, living situation is like. Um, from the sound of what we've what we know about him so far, it kind of sounds like he was just kind of bored and found these tapes and was like, "Well, I got nothing else going on with, right now." So, right. I, I mean, we know from the creators that Jay is a trust fund baby <laughs> and like not, doesn't doesn't work. Yeah, we we don't know what Jay is up to. So uh, it seems like perhaps Jay lives a life of leisure. As 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 he's been going through this footage, we don't really see a whole lot of evidence for him interacting with other people like outside of you know Mm -hmm. talking to people on twitter about the footage it doesn't seem like he has a lot of close friends so it's possible that he just kind of doesn't talk to people yeah even before he was sort of sucked into uh you know going through these tapes and discovering something he he was not expecting like, we don't have a lot of evidence that Jay had much of his social life because mm-hmm. the only interactions that we really see between him and other people are online. Yes. Um, Which, again, that's kind of... Like, you you have a very deep read on a lot of these characters that I just don't think about in that way. Um, and this is also kind of going with information that we'll get further on in the series, so I don't know how, how relevant right. it is now. But. Like, and this is something we've never really talked about. I know that you have thoughts and feelings about a lot of these characters, and I know what some of those are, but this is something that we've never actually really discussed about, you know, how, like, what our actual read on these characters are, because it... I. It's it's just not an aspect of the series that I think about a whole lot um, and, like, we're going to get more characters as we go along, so I can't even, like, list out mm-hmm. examples of, like, the characters that that I think are interesting. But I know that you have, like, a very strong affinity for Jay. Yes. Yeah. Listen. Uh, no, like, like <laughs> that's just... Like, I, I'm, I am realizing right now in the moment in this recording how compelling those readings are. And it's just something that I've never considered. Um, they I make g- sense. They're, they, like... There's something almost tragic about it. Oh no. I don't I guess I don't quite get what you're what you're saying, but I think I get what you're saying. Yeah, I mean just like the insight that Jay is probably not a very social person. Yes. It's something that I've never really thought about. Yeah. Because it's beyond the scope of this series. From from and also kind of to 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 use a like not exactly canon uh but you know, kind of from 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 the the mouth of the creators, I guess, it, it, the 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 person who plays Jay has said kind of like anecdotally that it's it, the read that they sort of have for the characters is that Jay and Alex, even though Jay refers to Alex as a college friend of his, that he was kind of just more of an acquaintance with him, mm-hmm. like that it wasn't he. It seems like Jay is kind of a, sort of a, sort of a, ah, there's a word I'm looking for, but I can't think of it. A recluse? Yeah, maybe. Kind of. He's, he's not, he's not a very social person. Relatable. Yeah. And that's just like, some, that's, if I thought about it, I might come to that conclusion, but it's, a, it's a literally something I've never, like, really sat with, just because, really? like, that, that was that was never my interest in the show. 
See, I am very invested in the characters of this series, and that's like, why you, I'm so invested. You have two characters that you like a whole lot, and I don't know who they are. And like, one of them is Jay. The other one is a character that we have not met yet. Um, oh. Here, I'll, I'll just write it down. Yes, correct. Yes, okay. Um, I mean, yeah. And really, for me... In terms of characters that have, like, an active role in the plot from entry to entry, I really only care about one. Mm -hmm. There's only one that, like, I'm actually invested in. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I'm not going to mention who that is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But, like... This is fun. I just realized I don't know a lot of your thoughts on Marvel. Right. These, these are. Whole. These are. I feel like you probably know more of my thoughts than I know of yours. Well, I, I don't know. because this is all new to me. I know that oh. you cared about Jay a whole lot. I don't know. I didn't know your specific read on it. So like this is this is very cool to me. Anyways, entry fifteen. Unless you have any more thoughts on on Jay's behavior and like how he acts. Uh, I was just going to mention. What was I going to mention? I was going to mention that. Um, First of all, I love Jay, like, sneakily filming Tim. It's very good. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> Tim is apparently not aware he's being filmed. Yeah. Which is very stupid. I mean, I mean he's, he brought a camera in for the screen test, and then he goes to set it up to start recording or whatever. So, like, I can see how you're not going to be paying attention to the camera. There's no red light to tell you it's recording. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, Tim mentions that he... Didn't even know that Alex had, like, moved away. Um, he was yeah, friends Tim's, with... Tim is denying everything. As soon... I, I feel... Like, again, I don't want to get into, like, theories and speculation and stuff. <laughs> but this this one... This, I don't think, fits in the realm. As soon as... I think, I think Jay makes it very obvious early on that uh, he is not actually interested yeah. in building Marble Hornets. And as soon as Tim catches wind of that, like... His, his, like, (laughs) he immediately goes to, like, not giving any information. Mm -hmm. He does give some. Well, the thing is, like, it doesn't really feel to me like he has a lot of information. Right, no, it doesn't feel like Tim actually knows a whole lot. But also, I feel like if he did know something, like, if he did know Mm -hmm. where Brian was... He is he gonna tell this guy? No, nah, he doesn't real? want. He doesn't want this guy bothering Brian. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I don't get the impression that Tim actually knows like the answers yes. that that Jay is asking for. Um, but also, like Tim, Tim knows that this is bullshit. Yeah, um, we get questions <laughs> like, uh, uh, "What kind of director was Alex?" And Tim's like, "Oh, he was a pretty decent director," which is objectively <laughs> untrue. Uh, and like just following lines of questioning that would have like no bearing mm-hmm. on on it, like just trying to like finish a project, just like constantly asking, do you know where he might have gone to? Yeah, like it's 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 very obvious that he there's something else afoot here. We learned that Tim was friends with Brian more than yes. Alex, and was um, just kind of along for the ride. We're getting we're getting. A better view of this network is that Jay knew Alex and basically nobody else. Mm-hmm. Alex uh, and Tim both know Brian, but mm-hmm. they didn't know each other. 
Right. And also, Alex seems to have lived in a different location than yes. Tim and Brian. Yes. We, we get from Jay that he lived out in the middle of nowhere. Right. Lived near the woods. Yeah. Um, where... And I was going to say yeah. something else, and now I've forgotten what it was. Oh, um... The, the the line of questioning here, like, I very much like the way that this intrigue goes because it's, the, the questions that Jay is asking are just weird enough that it's obvious that there's something else going on, but not quite weird enough to where well, okay, hold he's going to call him out on it. Hold on. Okay, go on. He does ask, have you ever seen a guy in a business suit on set? Yeah, and that's the point where Tim is like, I need lunch. I, I gotta go. <laughs> Can we move this along? Um... That that is maybe the weirdest question that he has. You ever seen a guy in a suit? Um, I would also say that there are, there are a couple questions where Jay is asking about sets and like locations, mm-hmm. which is odd because he was there for location scouting. But right. it also does seem that Jay is trying to find these places again. Yeah. Um, also, just a note that I've made very obvious. Oh, okay. If you if <laughs> if you were ever involved in student films in high school and college, it. You could probably guess that the script is probably right in front of Tim, and that is the case. He oh, is yes. he is reading the script on the notebook that he has. Oh, in absolutely, front of him. yes. It's very funny. I like it. I mean, that's I think that's that's literally I think they literally say that in. Oh in yeah, the no, I, like, I, that's the script. Yes, but like. But yeah, I I, I like this this kind of this sort of uh, conversation that we get in the series sometimes, where like. It's obvious that there's something weird going on, but most people are not going to call someone out on that sort of thing. Right. Kind of there's assume... there's some sort of social contract yeah. going on here where just like... This is weird, but wanna... <laughs> I'm just going to kind of navigate my way through this conversation and then get the fuck out. And... Tim also, I think, and, and this is like a reading I have from stuff that we'll see later in the series, but Tim, I think, also has a very strong sense of self-preservation. Yeah. And and just, like, at a, at a certain point, just needs to get out he's of the like, situation. He's just like, you know, I'm gonna go... Like, he, he is not going to give this person any information, but he's also not going to start anything and call he's, him out. He definitely, I don't think that he gives Jay his phone number after we're done with this. I do not think that, uh, <laughs> do not think that he gives him yeah, any do, contact yeah, information. Yeah, do you think Jay knows how to reach Tim after this? I think he, I think he changes his phone number. He's just like, no, nah, I think I'm going to leave. All right, do we have anything else for, for 15? I don't think so. All right, moving on. Advocate. The video begins with a black screen with the words TikTok written upside down on it. At two seconds, a video of Brian starts. It's the same set as Entry 7, but the footage does not seem to match up with anything actually in Entry 7. The video is accompanied by distorted audio, including a section that sounds like reversed and slowed speech. Over the video is a binary clock. The footage of Brian pans from him, to look out the back window. Moving on, entry 16. Entry 16, October 16th, 2009. Yeah. That's the day before I went to my third concert. <laughs> this uh, description, searching. Searching. Um, this entry I remember watching for the first time. Yes, go on. Being like, um, this is where the, the series like really got its hooks in me, I mm-hmm. think. Like it, it was fun before this, like, Seeing the operator, seeing mm-hmm. Slenderman, and like, you know, at at this point, they're they're like the the form that 
the series is is like looking through these tapes for answers on what happened to Alex. Right. He was being stalked by some figure, and we're trying to f- get to the bottom of this. Once we get to entry sixteen, we we get to a point where no more real information can be taken from the tapes. Right. So we have to bring this into the present day. Yes. With <laughs> active investigation. The, the the opening narration for this entry is, I received an anonymous tip about where Brian could be located. This is extremely suspicious, and I do want to talk about this for a little bit before we yeah, move into yeah, the Yeah, yeah, that's actual... a good point. <laughs> Please go on. I mean, I don't want to talk about what this could actually mean, uh, and like, wh- where I think the anonymous tip came from or anything, uh-huh. but this is... <laughs> so weird just being like yeah some uh, i don't know who but i got this information that I... uh, this house is is where is where brian wa- it says where brian could be located not where he lives I... not where he maybe knew that like a roommate was but just like i think brian could be here so so you said that and it made me think of a thing that i've like an idea that has never occurred to me before and that idea is what if jay is really good at finding locations on Google Maps. <laughs> what if like Jay, somebody else? I like know. someone else that we might know. What if Jay just kind of found this house and was like, "Oh shit, that's it. I'll just go there," and was like an anonymous tip. Yes, no one will suspect. <laughs> that's that's not the read I have for this. No, I'm sure it's <laughs> that's absolutely very funny not, to think about. But, yeah. but I I do believe that somebody maybe t- like th- this is just. Just a thing to move the story along. Yeah, we need to have Jay out in the real world in present day investigating things so he can be pulled into the narrative. Um, so we have this anonymous tip. I don't know if the creators know who sent this anonymous yeah. tip. Um, we could theorize all day. I don't think it'll lead to anything particularly fruitful. But what I wanted to say about other ARGs that we mentioned like in the previous episode mm-hmm. is that if this were Everyman Hybrid or Tribe 12 the location of this house would definitely be the solution to like a code that they discovered. Yeah. Right? It's that they, they find something in, in one of their videos or from a game or, or, or whatever and it's like and it's like a code and then they get all of the audience members to collaborate and try to solve the code and it's like gps coordinates that lead to this house like that that's that how seems dangerous that's how those series would handle this see i am so there, there been... would definitely be some audience participation mm-hmm. that would lead them to this location yeah there's not that in marvel Hornets. yeah I, I, it has been a while since I've watched any of the other series, so I am so unfamiliar with the way that they operated, uh, for lack of a better term, that I... I'm but you can just work. see that, right? Yeah, yeah, is, yeah, is... that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I do remember as the series Marble Hornets went on, I remember there being from time to time speculation of, like, what if someday there's a code in a video and the the story won't move on until we solve it and just thinking that that's like no no you that's not gonna no no that's that's not that's not more warranted style <laughs> yeah that doesn't that doesn't work. um okay main question about this entry why the fuck would jay go here at night okay so we <laughs> first of all that's your main question you're not gonna ask about the bone room second of <laughs> we'll all we'll talk about the bone room later second of all i 
Yeah, no, okay. So my my defense of Jay going here at night has always been like, you know, he is breaking and entering. Uh, but he didn't does he know he was? No, I know. That's what I was gonna say. Like, does he know that he's he gonna? He knocks be... on the front door. No, I know, I know. I assume that he 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 brought a flashlight. He knew that he was, is true. He did bring. A he flashlight. knew he was gonna a very weird flashlight that has two beams on it. He knew that he was. If if there was no one home, I think he knew that he was going to find a way into this house because that's just the kind of person that Jay is. Um, so in that case, I could kind of see why going there at night would seem wise because they're <laughs> our neighbors. But do you think Jay has like a real sense of personal property? Listen, <laughs> that he thinks that this is okay. I mean, yeah. Does Maybe, he know that he's transgressing? Probably not. Listen, do do. You, Maybe Jay just doesn't have a very healthy sleep schedule, and he just... I mean, he doesn't. <laughs> and he just happened to wake up in the evening and be like, well, it's time to go there, and didn't even think about the fact that it would mean that he was there at night, okay? Jay, Jay woke up two hours ago, uh-huh. he just got back from Waffle House, uh-huh. and thinks, like, oh, I got this anonymous tip yesterday, uh, I'm in the area, I'll just go. It's two in the morning. yeah. I mean, <laughs> relatable. <laughs> Fucking listen. Okay. Man, you know everyone in Marble Hornets is going to Waffle House. Oh, absolutely. It's Alabama. It's Alabama. It's Alabama. I've got to. I've got to think real quick because I've got to get these locations straight in my head. But I believe that at this point, as far as we know, Jay is still living in the same area where all of this took place. Right. I. Yeah. There's no. There's no indication that anyone else has moved. Yeah. Other than Alex. Right. Um, Maybe Brian, just because Tim hasn't heard from him in a while. Oh, that was right. Yeah, that's another thing from the last entry is that Tim and Brian have not really been in contact. Yes. For a little bit. Um, we don't get a real time frame on that, but it you just know, says quite a while. Yeah, for quite a while. So Tim can't give information on where Brian is, but this anonymous tip can. Mm-hmm. So Jay knocks guess, on the door, no one answers, he goes around to the back, and the uh, the, the sliding door is unlocked. So. Yeah, it goes through the sliding just door. Do we want to describe just, like, the state of this house? I mean, yeah, there's, it's, you know, it seems kind of in a bit of disarray, but not like... <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, in, in a very odd state of ransacked. It feels, like, very lived in, like somebody was holed up there, mm-hmm. but, like... I don't know if they're trying to communicate, like, a sign of a struggle. I don't know if they're trying to communicate if, like, someone was trying to get out of there in a hurry. I don't know if they're going to communicate that, like, uh, a person was, like, living there and didn't take care of the place. I don't know, like, what the exact vibe they're going for is. But, like, is the couch in this? Is the couch, like, at a weird angle or something? But there's, like, torn up newspaper ads all over the floor. Or, which is very funny. To yeah, me. it's it's kind of with with these entries. It's kind of there's some stuff that is sort of difficult to determine whether it's a result of whether it's something that is intentional about an intentional decision about the series, and whether it's something that's just kind of a result of these people using the house, yeah, that yeah, whatever they live was in available to, to film in. Yeah, uh, so. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't a set. This is where the cre- <laughs> the creators lived and like tore up for an evening mm-hmm. so they could film it there. 
Um, we got a little little like couch cushion mattress in a closet. Yeah, so this this is where I think it actually gets interesting. Not 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 the main like living area that is like in a very weird state of disarray, but the part that's interesting to me and the part where I think we started to get start to get into some like real intentional storytelling mm-hmm. is that. Uh, well, I guess we can talk about the bone room first, because that, that's first. Well, the bone first. room isn't really relevant. Just there's a room. No, I know, but we'll, we'll note it here. We've got the, the like, the, the utility like, closet or yeah. whatever of the house, and it has bone written on the side. And that has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> I will say that right now. That has nothing to do with the story. That's just there in it's that house. Flooding. I just wanted to bring up the bone room. But there's a little, uh, like, closet off of, like, the main hallway, mm-hmm. and inside is just... A mattress or a couch cushion or something that like fits the room perfectly yeah it looks like a couch cushion um looks like somebody is living in is there. living there's a little like little closet empty bottle of water or like yeah. freshly empty bottle of water and when jay picks that up we get some visual tearing on the screen yes that is another thing uh this is our first present day video with visual tearing yes um this is an indication that we we know from the, the previous entries that something something fucky is going on. <laughs> There's something fucky in the state of Kentucky. Um, and then Jay starts coughing. A yeah, bit. we get we get some coughs. At a certain point, he collapses on the ground with a coughing fit. That's. I will thing. note uh, in the previous entry. This is something we forgot to talk about. There is a a cough that yeah. Tim gets. We're gonna like a lot of things in this series there are going to be signifiers that point to certain things so we have like the operator signal is a signifier that's used a lot we have um the visual tearing which is a signifier and now we're establishing a new signifier Mm -hmm. uh, which is the coughing and i will mention also like i said twitter is not particularly like necessary to understanding anything but i think it's around this time on the twitter that jay started mentioning that he was like feeling sick mysteriously mm. like going to the doctor and there's nothing wrong with him just weird stuff yeah uh, do you want to talk about this closed door thing because this is something that you yes. pointed out okay, he goes so, upstairs yeah he, he he kind of explores the kitchen opens up the front door and like unlocks it and looks outside and then closes it again um goes upstairs finds some pill bottles yeah he finds some medication bottles finds some blood in uh, the bathroom sink yeah touches the blood as you do. He's wearing gloves. Is he? I, hmm, actually, I don't know. I, I don't think that he is. Yeah, he may not be. Listen, you gotta touch the blood to see if it's dry, and it is, so he's safe. Yeah. It's I fine. I want to talk about them in a second. I, we'll, we'll talk about each of the things he finds in a second, but I do yeah. want to talk about this door thing first. So he finds some shit, and then there is a thud from somewhere else. He turns to look down the stairs, and the front door is now open, despite the fact that he had closed it earlier. And so after that, he gets a little bit uh, more uh, rushed in his movements to yeah, kind of gather wants stuff. wants to get out of there. Um, so he finds a couple things upstairs. First thing is some sort of medication that mm-hmm. he just takes. He just takes it. Um, finds blood in the sink. Mm-hmm. Well, he finds a, blood, a trail of yeah. blood. And so, like, you said that the blood is dry. And the blood may be dry. But this blood, my theory fresh okay on the floor is very wet it is very it obviously looks, wet it looks very shiny yes. um and very bright red and i know that's like <laughs> like in the real world it's because they had food die in 
mixed it with something and just put it somewhere. So it's going to look wet, red and wet. It's not going to look like actual blood. <gasps> but the impression that it gives is that this happened recently. Yes. Um, there's blood on the ground that is still wet and bright red. And the blood in the sink, even though it is dried, it is not turned brown. It's still a very bright red. Um, whatever happened in this house happened recently yeah something's <laughs> up and then there are also some more of the weird We've, little operator drawings yes there are some of alex's drawings yes. here. i think i think we can say that it's alex's drawings yeah. um just because like i guess there's no way we would know that but like we have seen alex making these drawings mm-hmm. and they seem to be in the similar handwriting mm-hmm. um I, I also do want to say that when jay enters the house he calls out oh, yeah. Alex and Brian's name, but he calls out Alex's first. Yes. And I don't know why he would be expecting Alex to be here before he would think that Brian was here. Good question. Um, and then the last thing that Jay finds before leaving is a bullet casing. Yes. Um, so, I'm not sure how much we ever actually learn about what happened in this house. Mm-hmm. To me... And, like, this is the part that, like, like so much of this first season are little vignettes that don't connect to anything. And we know from behind-the-scenes stuff that a lot of them making a new entry was because they had a cool idea that they wanted to film. Right. Um, the impression that I get from this house, like, disconnected from any narrative stuff we may know from the past or the future, is that somebody was imprisoned here. Ooh. Somebody was locked up in this house. Oh. To me, that is what the mattress in the closet See signifies, that? is that somebody locked somebody else in this closet and just gave them the basic means to live there. That is not an impression I've ever gotten. Um, this is... this is. I'm not sure I had gotten it before, but that's what I... That's my read on this. See... Um, my my read on the the closet room is this idea that if you are in a tiny room with one way in and one way out and no windows, nothing can sneak up on you. Yes, that's another good read. Like they like the the thing is, and I'll go ahead and say this: there's no solution to this. Room. Yeah, there there is no there's nothing you can solve about. What happened in this house? This is something that's never gone into in the series. But this house is fucked up. You can make some. You can make some assumptions. We get maybe a little bit more information about who was here, Mm -hmm. Um, but we know it's associated with Brian. Um, We know something about Alex is connected with this Mm -hmm. house because his drawings are here. Mm -hmm. But the. the small closet with the mattress, the bottle of water in there, um, the blood on the ground, the bullet casing. There are some bedrooms up, or there are some doors upstairs. Oh that yes, there is shit's locked. locked. There is locked. a door that he cannot open at at the top of the stairs. But to me, this gives the impression that somebody was locked up in this closet and just recently, like he was not, whoever was here was not let out. They managed to escape somehow. Mm. Um, and injured themselves in the process. I do think it's interesting to note that the front door is like 
dead bolted locked from the inside like the mm-hmm. the little safety like chain thing is 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 locked it is engaged whenever mm-hmm. uh, jay comes to the front door so who if if someone left this house they must have left through the back and that's why it's unlocked i guess do we have any anything more to say about what happens in the house i don't think so so the last the last thing about this entry is uh jade gives us like you know he, he left with two of alex's drawings some pills and a bullet casing and the last he also says he heard strange noises he heard strange noises but then the the entry ends with him saying i may go back eventually cool jay <laughs> which is a very stupid move he's doing if he his... suspects that somebody else is in the house with him which gets stupider as we uh go into our next next uh, point of discussion here mm-hmm. addition the video is grainy footage of jay during his coughing fit in entry 16 at 13 seconds a black screen with fuzzy text reads see you and i think that is gonna do it for our recording this evening yes this is episode two of great more tapes yes um shout out to marble hornets wiki dot because that's where we've been reading yes um that was something i was gonna point out i was gonna talk about this more when we actually get to what these videos are but yes just as a as as a shout out where we're getting a lot of this information is the wiki dot for marble hornets marble hornets which have like full transcripts of every single one of these entries and also so have... if you are hard of hearing um mm-hmm. these these are <laughs> I, I will say that there are on each one of these pages for each of these episodes they have a page for every single entry every single one of these additional videos that we've been talking about there's also uh, a whole section on each of these pages for like speculation and analysis and theories Probably and stuff. Um, I would say ignore those, not only because they may be spoilers, but because I think most of these are bad. Well, a lot of them are very, <laughs> very, very outdated. Yes, that is another thing. These are like theories that were like <laughs> like circling at the time yeah. that the entry came out but uh they have they have all of them in order uh yeah so you, can... you can just go to also, the yes. tapes on the wiki dot and start at introduction and there will be a navigation link to the next mm-hmm. uh entry in the sequence and this will include all these other videos that we've been talking about also i'll mention that like the the videos themselves have subtitles as well which yeah is very helpful <laughs> do they have subtitles on the youtube channel yes oh. uh that's that's something that was not recently added but like was added with whenever they were doing the either the dvd or the blu-ray they they added oh. subtitles they oh, were going to cool. be doing them in different languages as well and some of them have them in other languages or at least one but i don't know if all, all right. of them do do you have anything else we want to say about this set of entries? I don't think so. We need to mention which ones we're doing next time. Yes, I, I, I'll, I'll do that in a second. Yes. I just think, in general, I individually, I don't think a lot of these entries add a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but taken as a whole, I think, I think it's an interesting period for the series. Because, again, this is sort of the last time that the operator acts in this very specific mode where it is a physical presence that is like st- like stalking mm-hmm. somebody that is like following them um it, it's going to start acting in a different mode 
after this point. But then yes. also, we're brought into the present day. Yes. And we're going to be here for a little bit. And I, I very much like, like you'd said, you'd mentioned bef- something before about like um, being able to watch all of these at once uh, as opposed to having to wait for them definitely adds something. I was just going to mention that like, yeah. Uh, I agree. I can see that here, especially with, with when we have some of these entries where, like, nothing new is really added, but mm-hmm. we have... You have but they're have, so short, and then you can move on to the yes, next one you, immediately. You kind of have to have the... Not filler, but, like, you kind of have to have the, the space in between the actual, you know, content, the things that happen. You can't have something happening every five seconds. You know? Right. So it, it works really well to me, like to kind of build up the tension to whatever it is that we're leading to. Who knows? I certainly don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think that is going to do it for this episode of Great More Tapes. Uh, I, this is something that we did not do in the previous episode and that we should have done. Um, it's just talk about. Unless we did. Unless we went back and Unless added we it. added it in post, which is a, a very definite possibility. Um Next time we are going to we are going to be covering entries seventeen through nineteen point five. Really, is that it? Yes, I mean some of these are several minutes long, as opposed to yeah. a lot of these shorter ones. But this is, huh. um, I guess, it's closer to like fifteen minutes, and we've been kind of doing these in twenty minute chunks. Um, the plan right now is to have it go through nineteen point. Another reason why I chose 19.5 is that it's a good place yes. to leave off. No, I'm not But it may be you. a bit of a shorter episode next time. Yes. Um, so join us next time for that. Where should we... Uh, do, do we plug... Do we plug anything? We didn't plug anything last time. Where I'm not can, sure we have much to plug. Where can I people haven't... follow you on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> um... We can we can set up all of this later. We may add stuff if we decide to set up like a Twitter or, or stuff like that. Um, but until next time, Jay, why didn't you burn those tapes? No, that